ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM. This program is paid for by Weeby Marketing. Well, it's a hard reality to know you're getting older, but we all have to go through it, and with it comes aches and pains with every single step, it seems like. But the good part is the pains are fixable if you take the time to stop by Titan MRI. There's lots of us out there that think we can handle the pain or it'll eventually go away, but what you may not realize, you could be ruining yourself for many years to come. So if you're just scared, don't be. Go see Joe and the crew at Titan MRI. Their entire mindset is finding out what you need to feel better, and the process is as easy as walking into the swamp and smiling. With an average scan time of just 10 to 15 minutes, you can knock it out on your lunch break before the boss even knows you're gone. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town, and their staff has more than and 20 years of experience in the Gainesville community. And if you're worried about not having insurance, don't be. That's never a problem at Titan MRI. And they'll even have your scan read same day. So tell your doctor, refer you to Titan MRI, or call them at 672-6644 today. Red 80. He's still going. They won't catch him. Touchdown, Gators. Inside the huddle is on the air. Former Gators QB Shane Matthews and the Dean of Sports Talk Steve Russell and Hall of Famer Steve Spurrier are mic'd up and ready to break the huddle. You asked for it, you got it! Inside the Huddle is brought to you by Titan MRI and Silverback Concrete. The ball is loose on the ground and the Gators have it! Now, let's join Shane, Steve, and the HBC right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM. W-R-U-F. Welcome into a homecoming edition of Inside the Huddle as the Gator football team gets set to host Vanderbilt in this annual homecoming game. I'm Steve Russell alongside the Gator QB Shane Matthews and the head ball coach Steve Spurrier. Always glad when they're around and Will is going to produce our program today. Uh, lots of things to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about Florida, Kentucky, but I want to start guys with where the sec is now look at where you know shane i know a&m was your pick (laughs) lost a quarterback their offensive line play has not been good and all of a sudden they're not really a factor uh i don't know that people thought georgia would be as dominant as they are where florida sits right now Mm -hmm. coach you mentioned something before you came on the air here it's almost gotten back to a little old school you know, Defense. ground defenses, right? Mm-hmm. Run the ball, play defense. Yeah, yeah it's not not high scoring all the time, but uh, it's uh, yeah, it's it's not always a passers game. You still got a line of scrimmage. When I watch Alabama and Georgia play, it reminds me of wrestling. You know, in wrestling, you have weight divisions. The little guys that are 125 pounds, they don't wrestle against the 200 pounders, and uh, and you see the line of scrimmage with Georgia. In Alabama, and the size of those guys and the speed, uh, I mean, they're dominant. They're just dominant. But, uh, again, everybody's beatable. Uh, You just got to have a good game plan and really have a heck of a game that day, play without crucial errors, and uh, I think both teams are capable of getting beat. Shane, you had the the call of the game with Mick the other day, so you got the the bird's eye view of everything. A couple days to think about things. Now, what did you – first of all, Let's do it from the Kentucky standpoint. What did you see with Kentucky? Because I, I thought their defensive effort was tremendous. I thought they had a good plan. I think uh, it seems like Stoops has a good plan every time he plays against Dan. I mean, Dan's 2-2, two and two, and realistically, if Trask doesn't play last year we go or the previous year, uh, 
or we were sitting at one and three. But, you know, it's kind of they play a three-man front. You know, they drop a lot into coverage. Mm -hmm. And then um, they're just physical, and they're, they're very disciplined. They're going to give up yards. I mean, think about it. We were—I I like to say—we were very methodical offensively. You know, I always say, if you have to drive the length of the field, seventy-five yards to score a lot of points, and you don't score quickly, something bad's going to happen. Holding calls, false start penalty. Yeah. Well, I'll be dang. That's what happens when you—you're not real aggressive. And so, mm-hmm. uh, I thought we had opportunities uh, out of certain formations to take some shots. Uh, we just didn't do it for whatever reason. But uh, to Coach's point about defense, and I just don't think there's great quarterback play around the country this year if you think about it. Hmm. Coach, what were your impressions in, in watching the game? Yeah, it was sort of a blasé. Nothing nothing exciting was happening too much except uh, Kentucky, what, they made two plays. They hit uh, the little pass. The guy went, how far was it? 40-something yards or so. And then they blocked the field goal. And that was, yeah, that was their two, two big plays. And uh, so uh, – and then I guess they got a field goal in there or two somewhere, but yeah, we didn't uh, we didn't have our best stuff, and uh, I don't know exactly why. It's not my job to criticize, but uh, we didn't uh, we didn't play near what I think we're capable. Yeah, if you just told us that Kentucky would have eighty-seven yards passing, you'd think mm-hmm. you got a pretty good shot to win. And you think about that eighty-seven, as Coach said, forty of it came on that one play. One play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do our Play of the Week, brought to you by Campus USA Credit Union. Put some star power to work in your financial life with Campus USA Credit Union. Shane, Play of the Week. Well, my Play of the Week, I mean, obviously in our game, was for in Kentucky's favor, the blocked field goal. That was the, that was the turning point of the game. But I don't know if people saw it, but I saw it on the plane ride coming back. That play Bo Nix. Now, Bo Nix, mm-hmm. he is up here and he is down here. You, he is not. He's the most inconsistent quarterback you'll ever see, but he broke about – Ten tackles, reverse field, and slung a touchdown down there somehow. But mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't think you want to make a living doing it, but I would say that's the play of the week. Yeah, I had uh, the block field goal for Kentucky that would end up being the play of the game, in my opinion. And uh, the thing about that block field goal, the ball went on the other side of the line of scrimmage. So we still had our guys, and uh, I mean, I know our holder and kicker are not good tacklers, but you'd think somehow let's – corner this guy up just get him down before he goes and scores because they're probably not going to score a touchdown against our defense but i'll be dang he came through there and ran through all of our big linemen and and our, our holder and our kicker i guess don't work on tackling much but maybe maybe they need to do that i remember one time when jesse palmer threw an interception at auburn and he went to tackle a guy and fell on his fanny and uh <laughs> I said, you you got to get the guy down when you throw an interception, Jesse. And I said, let me ask you something. Have you ever tackled anybody in your life? He said, no, sir. I've never tackled anybody. I said, okay, that's my fault. We'll work on tackling this week. But, uh, yeah, you got to get those guys down. You know, it's one thing to throw an interception or get a kick blocked or something. But when they take it to the house, that's that's when you're in trouble. Yeah. I, I threw a bunch of interceptions, as Coach mentioned, in my career, pro and college. I never I only had one return for a touchdown. Either I made the tackle or a teammate always made the tackle, except that one. Well, I go back to the 94 SEC championship game. We had a steamer hitch on, and Sorola Palmer just got the steamer. He didn't know he was supposed to run a hitch. Danny fired the hitch out there, hit the Alabama DB right in stride. Danny got him out of bounds on about the 7-8 yard line. They had to kick a field goal. 
and that was the four points difference. We ended up winning by one. So when you have plays, little plays like that, oh, man, you can live with them. But when they go all the way, you know, for the touchdown, it's hard to overcome them. Daggers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if we just miss that field goal, I think right. we still win the Better game. Better off. Yes. I think we still win the game. Better off. My play of the game isn't really a play. Lane Kiffin and popcorn. <laughs> when I saw that, immediately said, Ole Miss is done today. Because he had that, you know, arrogant, and he, and he coached arrogantly. And, look, I get it. I, I, but when you go for it inside Alabama, or inside your territory, down 7 nothing, you're asking for trouble. So that was my play of the week. All right, questions of the week. Brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. You can send your questions to questions at insidethehuddlehbc.com. As you can imagine, guys, we have a lot. Seton in Gainesville. False starts, unacceptable. Five false starts on third downs, even more unacceptable. Is it coaching? Is it mental? Is it the crowd? Well, I mean, I, I, I thought we handled the crowd the first quarter. I don't think we had a penalty. And we had 15, like the last three penalties. So uh, the crowd noise, the crowd was into it. But still, you gotta, you gotta focus. You gotta change up. Go to the leg kick, whatever you gotta do. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, it, I mean, eight of them is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Well, certainly this is not the first time we went to a Loud Stadium. So uh, you'd think the old linemen were ready for whatever we were doing. Uh, but if they were waiting on the clap, which, uh, you know, we watch them do all the time, they, they, they can't hear that in a loud ballpark. So the uh, only thing I know is what we used to do is give them the foot, like you say, Shane, and then the center would say set, go, or something like that. And so the linemen, they're sort of – they've got to watch the ball. And then when he says set, go, then they, they, they can hear the center there. So that's just another way of doing it. But I'm sure we've worked on crowd noise and all that. So I, I don't have the answer why our linemen were jumping. Christopher in Orlando, seems like the coaches did make adjustments needed to win. Is it fair to say the Gators lost this game more than the Wildcats won? Well, I don't think we, we played great. I don't think we coached great. Uh, I think you got to give Kentucky a lot of credit. They made the, I mean, they didn't do a whole lot, but they made the plays when they had to make them. Uh, it's just one of those losses that the, you really can't explain. Uh, Jessica and Gainesville, why didn't we try to score at the end of the first half? We had all three timeouts. I think we were on our own 13, and uh, I guess Dan Mullen thought, uh, let's don't uh, give them good field position in case something bad happens. That's the only thing. I think that's what he said in, in the press conference. He did. And uh, it was a long way to go uh, from your own 13-yard line. But uh, I, I know last year Kyle Trask scoring right at the end of the first half was huge for us in a bunch of games. Because it seemed like we never, we never came out and got two or three touchdowns in that first quarter. Uh, teams hung around a lot of times to right to the end of that first half, and then we were able to score and get the ball and go score second half. That happened a lot last year. I don't know how Robert in Jacksonville knows this, but he says Kentucky won because of better facilities and a better practice center. Uh, they won because of better facilities. Your thoughts? Well, they do have better facilities at the moment, but that that had nothing to do with this game. We were we had the better roster, we had the better team, but the best team doesn't always win. Yeah, if we played them five times, I'd like to think we could win four, but uh, the other night it wasn't it. Uh, here, here's another interesting stat. I heard the guys uh, on the SEC Network this morning talking about Kentucky 
is last in the nation in turnover margin. Mm -hmm. They have given up a bunch of turnovers, Mm -hmm. but they haven't given up the crucial ones like we were talking about. Fumble where the guy picks it up and scores, Mm -hmm. where they fumble at midfield and it turns out, you know, no big deal. But they are last in the nation in turnover margin, which goes to show you there's a difference between crucial turnovers and just a just a turnover. Well, we got that one big turnover. The interception ran it down to the ten yard line, but one of our defensive linemen did the old crackback block, and it backed Lord us back. up, and then that's where the field goal got blocked. Yep, mm-hmm. they, they they were minus nine going into the game in turnover mm-hmm. margin. Uh, Nicole yeah. in St. Augustine, we answered your question about the the, the clap count. Uh, Juan in Gainesville won the game of yardage, 386 to 232. How do you lose a game which you move the ball that much better than the other team? Well, like I just said, penalties and not putting it in the end zone. I mean, how many chances did we have inside the twenty in, inside the red zone that we couldn't get it in? DeAndre in Gainesville, Arkansas, A&M, Notre Dame, Oregon, Florida. Which team bounces back? Well, we have the easiest bounce back. I mean, we got maybe, in my opinion, maybe the worst team in the history of the conference rolling in here this week. Wow. I mean, they're that bad. Wow. Yeah, we've got a, we've got a team. We, we should blow out the first half. I'd yeah. like, like to see us try to get in the habit of blowing them out early if we can and, uh, you know, come out maybe no huddle, firing, you know, score a bunch early if we can and, and let all the backup players – a lot of walk-ons play this week. Uh, hopefully that'll happen. Audrey and St. Pete, not sure anybody can answer this. Why didn't the Sunshine Band make the trip to affect the team? I don't think it had anything to do with the team. But usually I think in the road – nowadays, don't they just take like a small little pep band type deal? Yes. But there was, we had no band there. Uh, Julian and Orlando, 15 penalties on the Gators made it feel more like a game in Rupp Arena. <laughs> is that a coaching lapse, or was it because it was our first road game with a full crowd in a while? Well, you prepare. It's not like they practiced all last week with no crowd noise. I mean, they had the loud PA system, you know, music, g- the sounds of a jet going. You practice it. It just, I don't know, in the heat of the moment, you know, eight of those 15 were false start penalties. Two of them were personal fouls. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what the other ones were, but it's just uh, it's something you can, you got to fix. Kelvin and Albany was just a classic trap game. Did Stoops outcoach Mullen in the second half? Well, every time you lose, I said, you know, they outplayed us, outcoached us. That's just my – I always say that. But sometimes uh, when you look back at stuff that happens, uh, like the one pass they hit for a touchdown and blocked a field goal for a touchdown, uh, I, I don't know how much coaching had to do with all those kind of things. But, uh, yeah, sometimes uh, some crap happens to the team, but, you know, hopefully we can bounce back. And, and, and still, there's a lot out there to, to play for, certainly. Grant and Gainesville didn't score a single TD in the second half for the first time in a long time. Why didn't Richardson play more? Mm-hmm. Made some electric plays. We needed, we needed to see some electricity. Uh, I think he played eight plays, had a couple good ones, had some where he didn't make any yards. Uh, I think he got hit head-to-head, too, so he may have been mm-hmm. dinged a little bit. I'm not sure. Um, but you know, who knows? I, yeah, I don't know either. I mean, who knows? I didn't think Emory no. didn't, he didn't play bad. He played okay. He threw one interception on a, like a seam route, which, mm-hmm. but the, the the route wasn't the greatest route. He he just kind of ran in there. So anyway, I, I don't know if Anthony would have made a difference or not. Sometimes these questions are kind of the same. Mila and Gainesville. Why doesn't Dan throw the ball deep? Didn't even look deep till it was too late. Does he? Does he not trust the quarterbacks or the wide receivers? 
I, I can't explain why we didn't throw it deep. We threw it somewhat deep twice. We did have a touchdown, Steve. I can't remember if it was the final drive of the game or the second drive of the game. On the TV, it would be going to the left. We did. We had it three by one set. I think it was Copeland, and we did the old fake to the fake the draw, back up, and then it was a jailbreak. Mm-hmm. If he, it's man coverage, so we're not faking the receipt. We're not going to fake the corner out. If we just catch the ball, take our steps, it's an easy touchdown. But you know, the faking the quarterback run, then backing up, it just took too long. He got hit. Um, so to answer your question. I mean, I've never called a play in college football, called a bunch in high school, but throwing the ball deep to me is the safest thing you can possibly do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tell you what, uh, Shane, another thing that I've noticed a lot of teams are doing, the quarterbacks getting back under center. Now, if you watch New England and Tampa Bay the other night, uh, almost the whole game, both guys were under center. When a quarterback gets the ball under center – on the way back, he, he can see where, where he needs to throw the ball. He can make his decision either here or there, and as soon as he gets back there and let it go, the way Brady and Mac Jones did. And, uh, you know, guys are rushing all over the place, but they take their steps and throw the ball. And when you're in that gun, you fake that little thing like that. Where you, I don't even think you can look down. Can you look downfield while you're doing that? Uh, a little bit, I guess they do, but uh, it just takes a little while. I don't know. I, just, I, I think the QB under center is going to start coming back to teams uh, a little bit more than what everybody's doing now. But that's just my opinion. Not necessarily we need to do that, but uh, teams around the country, I think, quarterback getting back under center, running the old blast play, you know, the old eye formation plays and things like that. I just think there's a place for that. All right, last three. Reggie and Libel. First game this year, we had more passing yards than rushing yards. Outplay Kentucky, let them hang around and score on a block field goal. What could we do differently to win? Well, if they don't block that field goal, we win the game. I mean, I would think. just a, it's a you know a play here or a play there. Yep. Uh, Mallory in Gainesville, Kentucky's crowd seemed to affect the game. We affected the Bama game. What do you think the crowd against Vandy looks like? How do you get them excited about the game? Well, it's homecoming, so this is usually the game where a lot of people who don't make it back to Gainesville try to get back for. It could be one of those games where you bring the young kids. So mm-hmm. I don't know what the crowd will be like, a noon game. So mm-hmm. uh, I think it will be decent. Coach, for you, Omar and Lake Butler, do we stand a chance against the Bulldogs? They look like they've separated from the crowd. That's a game I think we need to worry about in, what, three weeks or so. we got <laughs> right. uh, LSU after Vandy, not that we need to look ahead. We need to, we need to try to get ahead of Vandy really well and maybe by the middle of third quarter let the backup players get a chance to play a lot. Uh, but anyway, I'd, I'd like to see us do that, come out and jump on them fast and quick and and maybe you know try that approach as we go through the rest of the season. Okay. Those are our questions of the week brought to you by David Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. And you can send your questions to questions at insidethehuddlehbc.com. Much more to come inside the huddle. Stay with us, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage. You can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed up. 
Visor's Tailgate and Rooftop Bar, located on top of Spurrier's Gridiron Grill in Celebration Point, is now open Thursday through Saturday. Visor's Covered Open Air Bar is the perfect place to gather after work or meet up with friends. You'll love the handcrafted cocktails and elevated shareables available every Thursday through Saturday. Visor's Tailgate and Rooftop Bar is perfect for fans of great food, great drinks, and great weather. Visor's not required. High spirits are highly encouraged. Visit Spurrier's.com slash Visor's. Can't find the new car or truck you want? No worries. Introducing Your Way Express Ordering from Davis Gainesville Chevrolet. Now get your new Chevy in your color with your options. All it takes is a quick visit to Davis Gainesville Chevrolet or a few clicks at GainesvilleChevy.com. Shopping pre-owned? We've got them. All the most popular models plus certified pre-owned Chevys with six-year, 100,000-mile warranties. So don't compromise. Get the newer pre-owned Chevy you want the way you want it. Now at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet North Main Street and at GainesvilleChevy.com. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and if you want free tickets to any UF sporting event, there is only one place to score them. Meldon Law is the only official personal injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, and they're giving away tickets to all the games. Just go to MeldonLaw.com or visit the Meldon Law Facebook page to enter for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Meldon Law is the firm for you. Hi, I'm Emmett Smith, Hall of Famer and all-time leading rusher with exciting news. Football legend Emmett Smith talking about all new regenerative treatments for joint pain from the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. But did you know that you can encourage your body to actually heal itself with the help of QC Kinetics? QC Kinetics uses biologic therapies that are natural, restorative, and long-lasting. The body is an amazing thing. Trust me, I put mine through a lot. Exciting new relief is here for pain from arthritis, knee pain, lower back pain, pain in your hips and shoulders. I'm that guy. When you Google shoulder pain, my face pops up. But you don't have to be sidelined by pain anymore. Call QC Kinetics to learn more about biologic therapies. Don't let your joint pain keep you from doing the things you love. There's a new natural solution that patients are raving about. QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life. Call for your free consultation today. 352-400-4550. Don't wait. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 400 4550. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Silverback Concrete knows you only have one chance to make a building that holds up to the high standards. And that's why they're your number one choice. You stand on it, we stand by it. Silverback Concrete's got your back. And we got your back as we welcome you back to Inside the Huddle. Time now for our Team of the Week, brought to you by Celebration Point, Homo Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Celebration Point, where Gators come to celebrate Team of the Week. I'm going with the Auburn Tigers. They go into Death Valley. I think it's, if I heard them correctly, the first time they've won in Baton Rouge since 1999. Wow. No, wow. Don't quote me on that. I was that's, on a pl- I, yeah. I was on a plane listening, so yeah, right. mm-hmm. I think so. But uh, I was I was very surprised. 
What's your team of the week, Coach? Oh, my team of the week, Cincinnati. Cincinnati mm-hmm. Bearcats go into Notre Dame, uh, get a big, big win, probably maybe the biggest in the history of University of Cincinnati football. I don't think they've ever won a national championship, but by beating Notre Dame there, and if they can run the table, uh, I think they got to get a chance to get in the Final Four at the end of the year. So Luke Fickle, he'd be my coach of the week also. Uh, he said all the right things, complimented Notre Dame on an outstanding football program that they built over the years there. And uh, I think Cincinnati's got a, they got a chance now to get into the Final Four. The only reason this is my team of the week is because of the ridiculous rushing numbers they put up as Tennessee. Mm. I mean, Missouri was 129th out of, out of 130 coming into that game against the run. Think they're worse now <laughs> after that? I mean, that's – and they just fired their defensive line coach. And their coordinator, I think, is Steve Wilkes, who was an NFL coach. Well, it hadn't worked out so far. So Tennessee, team of the week. Um, we'll see what happens after that. Now – uh, it is time for our Coach of the Week, brought to you by Ruse Ogre State Farm Insurance. State Farm agent Ruse Ogre is your go-to agent in Gainesville and North Central Florida for the service you deserve at the price you want. Coach of the Week. David Shaw at Stanford. Mm-hmm. They upset Oregon, so pretty much the Pac-12 is out of this whole playoff mix now. Isn't that the truth? Yeah, David Shaw, I thought about him, but also Luke Fickle at Cincinnati would be my Coach of the Week. Todd Graham. Hawaii. Oh, yeah. They knocked off Fresno. They beat Fresno. They beat Fresno. Yep. And they shouldn't have if you looked at the numbers, but they did. And it's uh, Hawaii's first win over a ranked team in 11 years. Hmm. So that's why he's the Mm -hmm. coach of the week and uh, I think deserves that. We'll take a break. Come back. Much more to come inside the huddle. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Silverback Concrete is a family-led team of heavy concrete specialists that builds commercial structures for contractors who expect unrivaled quality, including the head ball coach's restaurant, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. You only have one chance to make a building that holds up to the highest standards through all kinds of weather. Visit silverbackconcrete.co to see why they're the number one choice in the Southeast. You stand on it, we stand by it. Silverback Concrete's got your back. You might know that State Farm agent Ruz Agra has great service. He's your good neighbor after all, but did you know that State Farm has surprisingly good rates too? Yep, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm agent Ruz Agra has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Gainesville and North Central Florida. So call State Farm agent Ruz Agra at 352-240-1779 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. 
This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and if you want free tickets to any UF sporting event, there is only one place to score them. Meldon Law is the only official personal injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, and they're giving away tickets to all the games. Just go to MeldonLaw.com or visit the Meldon Law Facebook page to enter for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Melvin Law is the firm for you. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention, security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. Life is full of steps. We learn to take small steps and big steps. We take steps toward adventure to discover what's next. At South State, helping you take each step is what inspires us to keep moving forward so you can keep enjoying what's next in your life. This is banking at its best. This is Banking Forward. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. At Titan MRI, you'll visit the only locally owned and operated MRI imaging center in town. Call them up. Start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. If you've got joint pain in your knees, shoulders, hip, or back that won't go away, you need to check out QC Kinetics for long-lasting relief, not surgery, drugs, or downtown. Schedule your free consultation at QC Kinetics, 352 400 4550. That's QC Kinetics 352 400 4550. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. By the way, if you want to give the guys a call on the Campus USA phone line, you can 392 8255. 392 8255 on our Campus USA call in line. Um, I got a lot to do with this, but I'll just, we'll just do the segment and we'll talk about it a little bit. Top four teams brought to you by Radware Designs. Radware is a family-owned business that prides itself in excellent customer service while providing quality and affordable promotional products and customized apparel. Shane, top four. Um, obviously, Alabama and Georgia up there. That could be one and one A. Uh, I kind of have three teams tied there, and I think everybody's going to have the same. It's going to be the two Big Ten teams, Penn State, Iowa, and I'm going to throw Cincinnati in the mix as well. Uh, yeah, I got Alabama, Georgia, one, two, and why Alabama? Because hey, what they did last year, nobody's beating them, so they deserve to be there. Uh, I got Cincinnati and Iowa in there, and uh, Penn State, I guess, could be, and Michigan. Don't forget about Harbaugh's guys. They're playing football the way I think he likes. Uh, they're getting in the eye formation, running and running, a little play action here and there, and, and playing good defense. So. Uh, all those teams are still undefeated, so we'll see how it works out. Uh, Alabama coach for the same reason, mm-hmm. because they're the defending, and nobody's beating them. So somebody knocks them off, 
they deserve to be number one. Georgia number two, I've always been high on Iowa. And, of course, Maryland just mm-hmm. gave them the game with five interceptions. And then, boy, number four, Cincinnati, just because they beat Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. What I don't understand, and if I'm a voter, what is the love fest with Oregon? Okay? They've been unimpressive mm-hmm. to this point. They lose to an unranked Stanford team, and they only drop five spots. And, uh, and below them, undefeated Michigan, undefeated BYU, undefeated Michigan State, undefeated Oklahoma State, and they're ahead of them. Oh, that wow. makes no sense to me. I agree with that 100%. Coach? Well, the, the voters don't analyze all this. I'm just telling you that right now. Is this the coach's poll? Or is, well, That's the poll. AP poll. That's but AP. Oregon's number nine, and, and no, no, Michigan is ahead of them in one, but the uh, rest of those unbeatens yeah. are still below them. Yeah, but yeah, Oregon is not that strong a team. They really aren't. To Arizona, shoot, it was 24-19 at the end of the third quarter. Yes. Yeah. Arizona. Arizona's still looking for their first victory. Yes. Uh, hopefully they'll get one soon. Yes. Uh, thank you. I, I looked at that when the, when the both polls came out, and I thought, what are they seeing that I'm not? I'm not I don't I have nothing against Oregon. I'm just saying, look at what they've done. It hasn't been impressive. Those other teams are, are unbeaten and you know in the Big Ten. Oklahoma State may be the biggest surprise to me. Uh, but they're 5-0. and oh. Give Gundy credit. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, now, Chalk Talk Time, brought to you by Meldon Law. Mm-hmm. With 50 years of experience, the only official law partner of the Florida Gators, Meldon Law won't back down. Coach. Okay, okay, here we go. We got, uh, where's that uh, pen? Here it is, here it is. Okay, I got a play here that, uh, that we used a bit, and I saw the uh, L.A. Chargers use it last night a bit. It's a play for about the 20-yard line, and uh, man-to-man, it's, it's mostly for man-to-man. And uh, this guy comes in motion a little bit. He's right here. Quarterback comes back, gives this guy a little draw fake. Now, these guys, he's taking his guy, and he's going through there. He's taking the safety and his guy, and they're out. All right, this guy, he's coming at that linebacker. Now, the linebacker's covering him man-to-man. So he acts like he wants to block him. He sidesteps him and comes up the boundary. A little fake here, hold everything. These guys, they can do whatever they want over here, but it's all it's all set for right here. Fake and, and run a little wheel route here. And uh, we, we actually hit that play against Nebraska back in the 2011 Capital One Bowl game. Connor Shaw to Kenny Miles caught that play right there for a touchdown. It was wide open last yeah. night. So I got even with Nebraska. I want <laughs> the fans to know if they don't own me. I'm one and one against Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll get a call from uh, Troy on our Campus USA phone line. Troy, hello. Hey, guys. Yeah, I'd like to know from all three of y'all, y'all's favorite homecoming moment, and I'll hang up and listen and go Gators. Thank you. Boy, you, you – Favorite homecoming moment, Coach? Favorite homecoming moment? Oh, gosh, we usually didn't play a big team for homecoming, did we? Uh, Not usually. I don't know. The the favorite moment, I think, was introducing the seniors at Gator Growl the night before. (laughs) That was always fun. uh, But our guys were were always ready to play. I I bet Brady Ackerman, that was his favorite game because that's when he caught the touchdown. The wheel route against Akron? Yeah, the wheel route against Akron. So I know that was his favorite homecoming. But a lot of our walk-on players loved that game because they knew they had a chance to play maybe the whole fourth quarter. 
I, I can't – I don't even remember who all my homecoming games were. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll go with Coach and say Akron because we blew them out and my buddy Brady got to get in the game and, and catch a late – you don't see that a lot nowadays. For no. Sure. It drives me insane. Yeah. And I've never understood in basketball. You know, when it's like three or four minutes left in the go and a coach clears the bench – those kids just they just stand around the perimeter and just pass it. I'd be jacking it up. Yeah. I mean, why they don't shoot? I don't understand mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Well, because you're afraid of, you know, running up the score. <clears throat> I, I've always agreed with Coach Spurrier mm-hmm. when he said, "Look, those guys who are playing behind those other guys have a right to run mm-hmm. our offense, yep. and they, they practice, mm-hmm. they sweat, do the same things." Coach, I've always respected you for that. And it's true. Yeah, when I see some of our former guys, uh, Dave Navavi came back for the reunion last weekend, and uh, I remember asking him, did you get a touchdown? Yeah, Coach, I got one against uh, Eastern Illinois or somebody. And then uh, I saw Jason Dean, Terry's younger brother. He was a walk-on receiver. He said, Coach, you had me one set up, but somebody fumbled or something, and I didn't get in the game to go get it. But Paul Bowen, another walk-on, got a touchdown against Kentucky in that 65 to nothing win, and that's all he talks about. So these guys, when they get a memory of a lifetime about their experience here at the University of Florida, got to give them a chance to go get it. And it's not running the score up, as yeah. you said. Oh. Here, here, so did anybody ever say – to Tom Osborne and those guys when they brought in the backups of Tommy Frazier and they kept running the option. Right. And they were still scoring. They were running the offense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, look, I guess if there's a point, if there's a minute left in the game, and, mm. you know, I, I get it. I mean, there's some mm. point. But if it's, coach, a lot of times in these homecoming games, you had the game won by halftime. And so you had guys playing third and fourth quarter. Well, th- there's a lot of game left. You're not just going to hand the ball off. And I think anybody who <clears> thinks <throat> that is, you know, they got to let those kids play. Um, my favorite homecoming moment is when I was a student because I came from a really small town to come to school here, and I never experienced that. And so to see homecoming as, as it was and the parade and all that stuff, was that was probably the coolest thing because I had never seen anything like that before. So that's probably my favorite homecoming moment. Uh, if you want to give us a call on the Campus USA phone line, you can, 392-8255. Um, before we get into games to look for here, I want to ask uh, specifically about a couple of things and get your, your thoughts on this. Is college football now, I, I know Alabama and Georgia are above everybody else, is there more parity now? Clemson's dropped a little bit. You know, some other teams like an Iowa, a Cincinnati are up there. Is this good for college? I think it is. I think it's fun because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many upsets week in and week out now, but I, I think the transfer portal has a lot to do with it. Uh, I think, you know, you can pick a couple of players here and there and really mm-hmm. be competitive immediately. I do too. I think it is good for college football that more teams have a chance and the portal uh, has evened it out. You can't stock up on all the best players so much because they want to play. And if they can go to a big school and be a starter, they're not going to want to sit behind a guy for, uh, you know, a couple of years or so. So, you know, the NFL, they start out with about, what, 90 guys, and they whittle down to 54. So, uh, you know, there's players available uh, for for all the teams, and that's why they're pretty even. So I think college football is getting a lot more even. And I guess the other thing, I I think if Gator fans are listening, they'd like to get your opinions because, look, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of season left. And I know it's going to be difficult to win the East, but mathematically that's still possible. And I, and I know it's a cliche, but Shane, you, 
All you could do is play your next game. Mm-hmm. And I guess now the, the coach is he's got to get his team right, win this game, move forward. I mean, isn't that all you can do? Yeah, and you know you only get to put that uniform on <clears throat> a guaranteed twelve times. We got seven more left, and it goes by fast. And you know when you're 30, 40, 50 years old, you're going to wish you would have done this or done that differently. And and again, we went eight and four last year. You don't want to go eight and four again. And that's the one thing, you know, Coach, in his 12 years, every player that he had won a minimum of nine games. Yeah, we averaged uh, 10, but nine was our lowest total. Uh, what we did, uh, Steve, and I, I think it's important, is you have more than just one goal. You know, you want to win the SEC, of course, if you think your team's capable, and that was one of our goals. But we also, uh, FSU was awfully good. We actually wanted to beat our in-state rival, they beat us a few more times than we beat them. And we won finishing the top ten, and we wanted to win the bowl game. Win the bowl game. That was one of our goals. Hey, it may go bad during the regular season. You might win one. How in the world did we lose this one? All right, we're not going to play for the SEC this year. We got other goals still out there. Uh, nowadays, with the opt-out being popular, uh, winning the bowl game, I guess, is something a lot of teams don't talk about. I don't know. And, and trying to finish in the top ten. How'd you do your senior year the rest of your life? Well, we, we didn't win the SEC, but we finished in the top ten. So we got a lot of guys that can say that because we uh, those years we struggled a bit. We did come back and win that bowl game. And, and I think that's lost now, Coach, yeah, because it, mm-hmm. you either make the play. It's almost like make the playoff or bust. Yeah. And, and that's you know it's a shame because winning a bowl game mm-hmm. sometimes doesn't have the significance it did back when you were coaching and Shane when you were playing. We'll take a break, come back. We'll have some good games this week to look for. We'll give you our thoughts on those. Mm-hmm. Coming up next, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is off. Awesome. No long walks from a parking garage. You can just walk right in and smile knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed up. Hi, I'm the one they call James Bates, but my real name is Batesy. When I was your age, we never worried about being lit or glowing up or steez or anything like that. Uh-uh. Only thing we ever cared about was being freaking radical. I mean, high-key rad AF. And TBH, that's what I look for when I need t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, and the like. I go to RadwareDesigns.com. If you're not using Radware Designs for your t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, then your stuff is probably sus. Like a basic, and that's no cap. All lowercase. RadwareDesigns.com. Visor's Tailgate and Rooftop Bar, located on top of Spurrier's Gridiron Grill in Celebration Point, is now open Thursday through Saturday. Visor's Covered Open Air Bar is the perfect place to gather after work or meet up with friends. You'll love the handcrafted cocktails and elevated shareables available every Thursday through Saturday. Visor's Tailgate and Rooftop Bar is perfect for fans of great food, great drinks, and great weather. Visor's not required. High spirits are highly encouraged. Visit Spurrier's.com visors. 
Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Life is full of steps. We learn to take small steps and big steps. We take steps toward adventure to discover what's next. At South State, helping you take each step is what inspires us to keep moving forward so you can keep enjoying what's next in your life. This is banking at its best. This is Banking Forward. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Silverback Concrete is a family-led team of heavy concrete specialists that build commercial structures with unrivaled quality. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. Time now for Games to Look For, brought to you by South State Bank. At South State Bank, we understand small businesses need a community business partner they can rely on. South State still has four convenient Alachua County locations. South State Bank, Banking Forward member, FDIC. All right, guys, some good games mm-hmm. this week. Uh, let's start with Oklahoma, Texas. You know, Steve, I've been to this game. Luke and I went out there when he was like a fourth or fifth grader. Uh, a good buddy of mine went to Texas. It's it's awesome, but it doesn't compare to Florida, Georgia to me. Uh, I'm still going to think OU is going to win this game, uh, mm-hmm. but it should be fun. I think Texas is playing a little bit better now. Yeah, I think Texas uh, was my early pick to win the uh, – Big 12, Big 12 they are now with minus two teams. Uh, and I think they, they're going to do it. I'm going to pick Texas really? to upset Oklahoma. Yeah, they're they're playing well right now, very well. Oklahoma did a little better offensively mm-hmm. this past week, so maybe Spencer Rattler and company are finding it. So uh, I'm going to go Oklahoma. Um, Arkansas, Ole Miss. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how these two teams bounce back. Um it's in Oxford, right? In Oxford. Yeah, I'm going to lean towards Ole Miss mm-hmm. uh, being at home. Uh, you know, I still think it's a great story what Arkansas is doing, but they could end up having three or four losses this year. Yeah, I'll go with Ole Miss, uh, just the ability to score a little bit more than uh, Arkansas. Yeah, unless Lane Kiffin goes for it on fourth down from his own 20. Yeah, he, could but, do, he could definitely do that. But uh, Ole Miss, <laughs> I agree with Coach, Ole Miss can score. South Carolina, Tennessee. Gosh, where's this game? Uh, Knoxville. Oh, I like the Vols. uh, Like I told you, I think Josh Heupel's a good fit up there. I think fans have to enjoy watching offense because they – I mean, think about how bad they were under Pruitt on on offense. So, I like the Vols. Yeah, I think it would be a good game. Uh, Tennessee at home should be favored a little bit. South Carolina's playing pretty good on defense. Mm -hmm. But tennis – I mean, if if they can do what they did against Missouri, they're going to win that game. So, I'll I'll go with them. Coach, I'm doing this for you. Mm -hmm. Georgia Tech at Duke. (laughs) 
Georgia Tech will be favored. Uh, of course, I'm definitely pulling for my Dukies. I know. And uh, hopefully they can pull a little upset. It's at Duke. At so, Duke, uh, yep. They need to play well, but uh, we've uh, beaten Northwestern and Kansas. So maybe we – Georgia Tech used to be sort of an academic school. <laughs> so uh, maybe we can, we can do it. But it'll, it'll be a good game, I think. Okay. Um, Georgia-Auburn. This is the oldest SEC rivalry game, It right? is. Mm-hmm. Where is it at? In Auburn? At Auburn. At Auburn. Could be a good one. Um, I still think Georgia's got too much firepower. Anx- anxious to see if JT Daniels plays in this game or not. I think mm-hmm. that'll, that'll be a big factor. Uh, I don't know if they need JT Daniels. Let Bennett hand it off and play defense. <laughs> uh, and he's not a bad quarterback. Uh, so uh, I, I think Georgia's a little too strong for Auburn. Georgia has a pretty good luxury if you think about it. Okay. They have a guy coached in, in Bennett who isn't great, but he's mm-hmm. experienced. He's just a ball player. I mean, he, just he, under, he understands how to play mm-hmm. the position. He does. Okay. And, and, and that is a luxury. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not taking anything away from Florida's, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying a lot of schools that have a backup quarterback don't have the experience that kid has. So mm-hmm. I, I'm going Georgia. I think Auburn will make it interesting because Bo Nix can scramble. And that might take away a little bit of what Georgia does on defense, but I, I still like Georgia. Boise State has not had a good year by Boise State standards, but they're playing at BYU, mm-hmm. and BYU has been really good. Yeah, I like BYU. I like their coaching staff, and if you ever watch those guys play, they're fundamentally sound, really good. Yeah, I mean, I, I would lean towards the Mormons. I mean, BYU, is, as Coach said, they're, they're, they're sound, they're old. You know, usually they got a bunch of 24 and 25 year old guys. Mm-hmm. Penn State, Iowa. Boy, this is going to be a heck of a game. I mean, I've, I've never really w- wanted to tune into a, mm-hmm. a Big Ten game, but I think I will mm-hmm. on this one. Uh, where is this game being it's played? It's at Iowa. At Iowa. Uh, I would probably lean towards the Hawkeyes yeah. at home. Yeah, I'm, on, I'm sold on the Hawkeyes after they clobbered Maryland the, the other day. And, and you talk about a crowd now, they'll have a full house going crazy. Sometimes we think the SEC is the only place they have full houses. Those Big Ten places fill up. What was interesting the other night when uh, Iowa visited Maryland, and of course they got ahead about, what, 35-7 to 7 at half, the whole student section of Maryland left. They said, we're, we're going to party on campus somewhere. See you boys. And they were out there. It was, it was empty over there. And uh, so that, sometimes that's the way it goes when you have a bad night. Yeah, Michael Oxley. Yeah, Oxley had a bad one. Uh, had a bad night. Um, I've been very high on Iowa because I think they're really good defensively. Mm-hmm. And Penn State's had some trouble scoring once in a while. And because Iowa's so good on defense, Iowa. And they're on opposite sides, right? In the Big Ten, between the Big Ten and the and the ACC, I can't ever yeah, figure out who's I, on what side. I'm not sure. Um, Opposite side, yeah. All right, um, FSU, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I got to go with the Tar Heels. They're, they're actually a pretty good team when they play like they're capable. Yeah, I I, I mean FSU's fortunate. Did you see? I, I didn't get to see any of that game, but I, I had a buddy of mine show me the play that Travis scrambled on to get in field goal range. Mm-hmm. The left tackle literally hogtied the defensive end, and I don't know how they didn't call no it. No call? Oh, yeah. my goodness. Um, Alabama-Texas A&M. It's going to be a bloodbath. I picked before the year this would be the game that Alabama loses. They have zero chance of losing this game. <laughs> yeah, I think Bama will win by about three touchdowns. Yeah, what A&M. a bad pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, LSU-Kentucky. Well, th- we'll find out about Kentucky and Stoops and keeping – I mean, I've, I've never been a part – I've been around football a long time. I've never witnessed the storming the field in my entire life. 
-hmm. And uh, so going to class yesterday and today, how are these kids going to respond with LSU coming to town? I'm going to lean towards Kentucky because LSU can't run the football at all. And right now, they I think they'll get the breaks at home. Is that game at LSU? At Kentucky. No, Kentucky. Oh, it's at Kentucky. Yep. Oh. Uh, I think it'd be a very close game. It really will. If Kentucky can shake off all the praise they got last week, I'd take Kentucky. But uh, sometimes it's hard to play after all that. So it could be a heck of a game. Um, very important game for Florida on both counts because now Kentucky has that mm-hmm. lead in the East by beating Florida head-to-head, and Florida next plays Mm -hmm. at LSU. So what happens here? I'm going with Kentucky for the reason you said, Shane. LSU can't run the ball, and Kentucky is really stout defensively. If they don't turn it over, uh, I think it's going to be maybe like a 16-13 to game, but I I think Kentucky will. I think they were saying in the press Mm -hmm. box after the game, I heard some Kentucky people saying that 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 ending to that game was – equivalent to remember the miracle uh well no when lsu had like a miracle ending they caught like a tip pass yeah. i can't remember what yeah. it was yes. at kentucky mm-hmm. jared lorenzen i think yeah i can't remember yeah, but that's what they were, they were talking well, about lsu scored LSU. it against kentucky yeah. Yeah. They, had already, was their quarterback. they had already hit the coach with the gatorade bucket yes right. and, and, as if they'd won and it, whoop, it was a, a hail mary that he got, got tipped, tipped and he caught it running yeah, out he the just running out of, okay yeah. yeah all right so and then uh Hopefully, Florida will take care of Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll take a break, come back, wrap up today's Inside the Huddle ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Silverback Concrete is a family led team of heavy concrete specialists that builds commercial structures for contractors who expect unrivaled quality, including the head ball coach's restaurant, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. You only have one chance to make a building that holds up to the highest standards through all kinds of weather. Visit silverbackconcrete.co to see why they're the number one choice in the Southeast. You stand on it, we stand by it. Silverback Concrete's got your back. Can't find the new car or truck you want? No worries. Introducing Your Way Express Ordering from Davis Gainesville Chevrolet. Now get your new Chevy in your color with your options. All it takes is a quick visit to Davis Gainesville Chevrolet or a few clicks at GainesvilleChevy.com. Shopping pre-owned? We've got them. All the most popular models plus certified pre-owned Chevys with six-year, 100,000-mile warranties. So don't compromise. Get the newer pre-owned Chevy you want the way you want it. Now at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet North Main Street and at GainesvilleChevy.com. You might know that State Farm agent Ruz Agra has great service. He's your good neighbor after all, but did you know that State Farm has surprisingly good rates too? Yep, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm agent Ruz Agra has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Gainesville and North Central Florida. So call State Farm agent Ruz Agra at 352-240-1779 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Hi, I'm the one they call James Bates, but my real name is Batesy. When I was your age, we never worried about being lit or glowing up or steez or anything like that. Uh-uh. Only thing we ever cared about was being freaking radical. I mean, high-key rad AF. And TBH, that's what I look for when I need t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, and the like. I go to RadwearDesigns.com. If you're not using Radware Designs for your t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, then your stuff is probably sus. Like basic, and that's no cap. All lowercase. RadwareDesigns.com. 
Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention, security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. This is Florida Gator head coach Dan Mullen, and you're locked in to Gainesville's only home for the orange and blue, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Inside the huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. At Titan MRI, no insurance is no problem. And Titan MRI has the same-day scheduling available. Call them up, start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. If you've got joint pain in your knees, shoulders, hip, or back that won't go away, you need to check out QC Kinetics for long-lasting relief. Not surgery, drugs, or downtown. Schedule your free consultation at QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Call today, QC Kinetics, 352 400 4550. In our last two minutes here, guys, um, obviously uh, Vanderbilt is, is a team that Florida should beat given its numbers and such. But, Coach, it didn't happen to you very often. But, you know, 1997, you, you had a couple of losses. And, you know, maybe some people were saying, well, what do you have to play for? So what was your mindset with your team then when that happened? Yeah, Steve, in 97, uh, we lost – uh, our only game to Georgia and to LSU. So we were 11-1 against both those teams and uh, lost both of them the same year. So we had two losses after the Georgia game. And uh, so we, we had to come back and regroup a little bit. And uh, so we looked at our goals. You know, one of them was finishing the top ten in the country. That means we had to win the rest of them, beat FSU. We beat FSU when they were number one in the nation uh, here. And then we won the bowl game against Penn State. And that team, after two losses early, finished number four in the nation in the AP poll. So uh, really proud of that team. Hey, we, we, we sort of stunk it up, didn't coach very well a couple of games. And uh, Georgia and LSU had some big celebrations, and we had to suck it up and say, hey, we got a lot to play for. So that 97 team, I tell you what, to finish fourth in the country, that was, that was a nice achievement for that bunch of guys. And, Shane, I guess in our last minute here, I mean, look, if I'm Dan Mullen – you are still mathematically alive. You know you have a goal still to win the SEC East, and if you want to have, if you want to have any any thought about doing that, you got to win out. That's just how it is. Yeah, you got to be a competitor, and uh, you don't know what's going to happen down the road. Coach, also, I mean, my senior year in '92, we started the year at one and two, mm-hmm. <laughs> and found a way to to play for the SEC title. So anything can happen. Uh, I know it's not mm-hmm. doesn't look good, but you don't know what's what else is going to happen out there. But you can only take care of your business. That was the year we took a picture at Vandy. We beat Vandy to win the Eastern Division, and I said, "Fellas, come on, we got to take a picture of this because it was a championship then. Back then, we were way we were three games behind or two and a half behind uh, Tennessee, and they managed to lose three games, and uh, we won out and uh, went six and two and won the division and got a shot at uh, Alabama number one. Didn't beat them, but we beat uh, Gator Bowl, NC State, and finished number 10 in one of the AP polls, I think it was. What a memory he has. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to come back. I am am just 
I can't tell you how many times I've been amazed when he know and he and he does. I'm telling you, he doesn't have. He knows. He knows. Um, next week it's LSU in Baton Rouge. It's a noon game. Those Cajuns ain't gonna like that. They like those late games, but that huge game in Lexington that is really gonna be a swing game because if Kentucky wins that, it sets up a huge meeting with Georgia if they take care of business with Auburn. And, of course, LSU, if they lose, what are they going to play for? So, really big game here with those two. Yeah. Uh, where, where where would the Kentucky-Georgia game be, Steve? Do you have any idea? I think I it's Athens. Okay. I think. Um, but I'm not sure. But I think that's it. Um, okay. Well, guys, thank you, as always. And uh, we will see what happens next week uh, as Florida takes on Vanderbilt. We'll look ahead to Florida-LSU and look back at some of these key SEC games taking place this week. That is our Inside the Huddle for today. We thank you for listening. For the Gator QB, Shane Matthews. For the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. I'm Steve Russell. Thank you for listening. Sports Scene is next. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.